Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha, and I've got producer James over here. Hello. Who was really having a hard time getting things together. See, most producers go ahead of the talent and get things prepared. So there, when the talent walks in, all the talent has to do is sit down and talent. <laughs> the verb is talent, to talent. To talent, yes. No, I sit down ready to talent. It's microphone issues. It's it, it, The kids did something. It's just always some bullshit. I can never just sit down fully prepared. I've got my drink ready. I've got my voice ready. I've got my mic turned on. No, and yes, I said turned on because when I get on the mic, it's turned up. It gets turned up. It gets up. turned up. But no, I have to sit here, wait, him bending over, ass all out. <laughs> just, I wish that someone would make jeans for men with no butt but big bellies. Oh. That's what you need. You know, because they have to create jeans for girls with big butts and small waist. We need the opposite for you. No but all waste. That's what we need from you. I mean, it's so bad that a couple of weekends ago, my two-year-old niece was over here. He was bent over, and she just went and touched his butt crack because it was out. Didn't even touch. She, like, she poked it. Like, yeah. I, like, a, like, a, like, I got a knuckle in my butt crack. Poor child probably thought it was a flapjack. She didn't know what the hell it was. She's ass out, and it's pale. <laughs> pale. Just, I'm going to let you make it. You know, no, you're not. You just didn't let me make it. I'm gonna let you make it because you're little, looking a little bit flustered, and you've been looking a little bit flustered all this goddamn week. <laughs> I hate a motherfucker that way that wear their emotions on their face. <laughs> you mean someone who's transparent? I don't like men who wear their emotions on their face. It literally, he watched him like, "What the fuck is wrong now, James? What it is always my stomach hurt." Okay, well, I mean, go That's there's one time. But it was a look on your face. I thought someone had fucking died. No, my stomach hurt. I felt bad. Well, when my stomach hurts, I don't have looks like on my face. Yeah, you do. You look like that all the time. I'm also a woman. Yeah, but you always look like. I mean, you. When, I'm when a you're girl. Not feeling well, it's very clear. Okay, cause I'm a girl. I'm supposed to wear my emotions on my face. Men are not. You think Arnold Schwarzenegger walks around looking like you did last night because his stomach hurt? If it hurt like mine did, I bet he did. I oh bet my God! What? Maria, Maria, my... He's not married I mean, to Maria anymore. She hurt. gives two fucks if his stomach hurts or not. I bet she. I'm willing to bet she hopes that his oh, yeah. stomach hurts every having that fucking. Kid with that house made, and <laughs> then the kid comes out looking just like Arnold. Oh, so much like Arnold. None of their kids yeah. look, they all look Kennedy. Yeah. And he has an affair with the housemaid. Not, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with the housemaid, but she is a housemaid. Or yeah. I don't know, what is the technical term, the politically correct term now? Um, Immigrant? Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. Man. But he literally man. had a clone of himself with that woman. Man, so if you have something to say about that comment, his direct Instagram is, it is at Clock Tower TX. Don't send that shit to the Libra Lounge because I did not, I do bad by myself. I don't need you adding on with it. You know, it's, it's a sensitive subject, Im immigration right now. And we most definitely don't want to fuck up the relationship with our long guy. So stop. It was very sensitive for Arnold. Yes, yes, it was. It was. Well, if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge with Keisha, and I hope that you are, it is time for the gab. 
We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. So, okay, this new Wendy Williams doc. Speaking of uh, mental impairment. <laughs> we are going to talk about this from elephant feet to bulging eyeballs. Ooh. Why didn't do Wendy like that? Because that's that's Wendy. No, Sorry. that's not our Wendy. That's not how you're doing. That's not Wendy. <laughs> that is Wendy now, and that's what they were trying to show. I don't think, let's just say all of a sudden there was a cure for whatever Wendy has. And if Wendy went back and watched this documentary, she would sue the shit out of everybody. Probably. Like that, okay. But they're not lying because it's her. They're not lying. It's not slander. It's but I her. think they took advantage of someone, advantage of someone who is not all mentally there and made a documentary that was quite sad. It was it, just I mean, sad. It does make you wonder who signed off on it because uh, I think the Guardian tried to sue before it ever got released. I don't know, but let me just tell y'all this: is that this is not the Wendy that we once knew, Ooh. not at all. Like I knew Wendy had something; something was wrong with her feet because on her show she started wearing tennis shoes, and she's a big shoe freak. Like she's got the shoe cam; she wants to see everyone's shoes when they come on the show. Blase, blase, blase. But then she showed us her feet. Now, you guys know I know all about lymphedema because I have watched every single episode of my my 600-pound life. I have seen lymphedemas that have names and children. This lymphedema, (laughs) they do have have names and some of them do have kids. That's so funny. And so hers was quite odd. It was on her feet, and it looked like elephant man feet. It really did. And she can't walk. So when she walks, it looks like she's got bricks stuck to the bottom of the You know who she walks like? So I have a two-year-old niece. And when she runs, she doesn't bend her knees. Okay? I already told her, you're not going to make no track team. You're going to have to be on the swim team until you learn how to bend your fucking knees. So Wendy does not bend her knees. It looks like... Lurch is walking, but like er Lurch at a very old age. It's made, yeah. It, it, it's like way more of a of a wobble left and right. Yeah, there's no kinda, bending. No. no, no. And so Wendy has always had large eyes, and to the point that we were like, you know, she's got got to have thyroid eye disease. But the way they are bulged in this fucking documentary, it looks like the boogeyman was her dad. Every it looked like she saw Medusa on a sunny day. <laughs> it is, looks like she has been frightened, like her just frightened. They permanently are so frightened. like permanently frightened. It is so bad. It is so bad that it scares you because <laughs> you think like really there was points that, you know how I see things and I put those things onto me. I had to tell myself, <laughs> your eyes are not that big. Stop closing them. They're, yours are in socket. Stop. Because you start to think, like, I have high anxiety. So I started to freak out a little bit that, like, don't bulge your eyes. They'll get stuck. Like, it was, <laughs> like, was there not someone there to tell her, stop bulging? Like, you know what I mean? Like, a person on the side, you're bulging. To tell her to stop bulging her eyes. I don't think she even knew. No, I, I it's it's so hard to tell because, um, you know, people with, like, thyroid eye disease and all those. Right. They, when, like, they, when they blink. 
Yeah. They blink and they blink right back to a great big bulging eye. She blinked back she, to bigness. Well, she re she blinked and then her eyes opened more. Yes. Like she blinked and they stopped for a second and then she opened them more. Yeah. Like it was a two stage blink. Wendy is at the point now, she's an alcoholic. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you watch this documentary, no one has to tell you she's an alcoholic. She's not eating food. She is only putting in her body alcohol. She's hoarding it. She's yeah, she hides it. it. She, yeah. yeah, all kinds of things. So during a documentary, she's in New York. Her family is all in Florida. Um, she's back in New York because of a court case. A judge made her come back. All right. So we all have heard about her being under a guardianship, which is sounds like a fucked up situation, kind of like, like Britney Spears. But unlike Britney Spears, Wendy Williams is black, so there's no free Wendy Williams movement going on right now. Well, That's all I'm going to say about that. I doubt there'll be one after this documentary because like, people were saying free Britney because they all thought Britney was a normal person who was getting taken advantage of. Yeah. Yee, this is a little different. I do think she's being taken advantage of. I I, I don't think she, I I'm not saying yeah, she yeah. shouldn't have guardianship. I don't think she has the right guardian I right now. Yeah, I got you. So part of the reason why she has guardianship is because she had gone to Florida with her family. She wasn't doing well. This is what, this is right where the season for the Wendy Williams show has ended and people knew something was wrong. This is after she passed out and she, you know, was on her show and forgetting things. So she went on a break. This was after her divorce, her mom passed away, all this stuff. So she goes to Florida and she just cuts off the world. All right. Cause she's really trying to heal, which she did. She got, I'm not going to say a hundred percent better, but so much better. But the problem was she had her 21 year old son was the overseer, which I don't know if I like that word. That's a slave term. That is terminology. A slave term. I don't like that word. You might need to edit that shit out. <laughs> overseer nope. he was in charge of her finances i'll say that her she he was managing her finances right there we go so this overseer. is a guy who's 21 yeah i don't even oof. i didn't even know that was in was my vocabulary was he overseeing from the big house uh yeah he fucking lives in at eighty thousand. like his fucking uh condo was eighty thousand dollars he is up there in the big house okay so he was in charge of her money and so she's always spoiled him with money because, you know, she was Wendy, she was working, you overcompensate with gifts, okay? So anytime he would ask, he would always ask her permission, but he was spending a lot. Like his Uber Eats was like $100,000. That was insane. That is insane, especially since he wasn't fat. I would expect for someone to be huge. <laughs> If they had a hundred thousand dollars in Uber Eats, unless they're Uber eating from from Nobu or from really expensive places, that is true. You know but that's saying? a lot. Like, you know, and I think you could Uber Eats your 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 Dom Perignon now. That is true. So I think between that and then the eighty thousand dollar condo, which his mom had already gotten him that beforehand, and I think there was like another hundred thousand dollars somewhere. But like Wendy's nephew said, keep in mind the fact that. Wendy threw him a party that was almost $200,000. So they spent money. Yeah. But to Wells Fargo, they were like, okay, it looks like she's been taken advantage of. Everything's on freeze. All right. Which I think that is a horrible, like, do they warn you before they do that? Or do they just freeze your money? Like you're at, literally at McDonald's and it says decline. That's the way that she made it sound like. 
all yeah. of a sudden her cards were turned off. Yeah. I, mean, I know they'll turn shit off like for fraud. Like for example, right? there was like, no fraud. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like if they see something that, that looks like fraudulent activity or right. looks like, you know, um, different activity. They'll call you. They usually call. Uh, if you don't answer, right. they'll turn your shit off. Well, but they didn't say know. that there was any kind of call. They were just like, <laughs> yeah, we I've never, to... right. We, we've never gotten a call from our bank saying, hey, we say we, we see you're spending too much money. You know, I mean, I'm surprised on. we don't get a call from Uber Eats the amount of fucking that scholar eats <laughs> per week on Uber Eats and DoorDash. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Owens, we think that there's a problem. There's some fraudulence on your account. Lots of DoorDash. It's like our daughter's just like really. Or maybe not fraudulent. Have you had her taken to a doctor? Maybe Dr. Now in Houston. (laughs) (laughs) They want to consult with him before things really get out of control uh, over there. That's a lot. Yeah, we know. So, you know, then the courts make her go back to New York where she's alone. Literally, the only people around her are people who work for her. Right. She's got this one guy who's acting as her manager, Will, who, God bless him, he really was trying to do the best that he could. You know, he's got to earn a paycheck, but I genuinely believe that he does care about Wendy. It seemed like it. And he's trying to take care of a woman who is mentally unstable, an alcoholic, and really fucking rude. Yes. Really rude, okay? Yeah. So he's the one still trying to get her up every day. Just He doesn't know what to do, but he knows that she cannot do what she thinks she can do. So here's the situation. She's exceptionally bored. Okay. This is how bad things have gotten. Really, we can stop right here after I give this example. (laughs) This will let you know how bad things are. They call Black China to come down here and see about her. Well, you got to call Black China, Black China down here to help somebody. You fucked. They called Black they China called for Black a welfare check? I mean, for a welfare To, co- to come talk to Wendy. Yeah. And I, I got to be honest with you. There was points within the time that they were talking. I don't think Wendy knew who the fuck Black China was. That's like sending Jeffrey Dahmer to go talk to a chef. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you know anything about cutting up hearts? And when I say hearts, I mean human hearts. That's like sending a homeless guy to, to, to go do anything. Yeah, it was very, very odd. It's like a homeless guy life coach. Yeah, when they showed them, I said, it's just going to go downhill (laughs) from there. So she's got this girl who starts off as her publicist who ain't shit at all, okay? Doesn't doesn't seem like it. Started out looking like it. She started off okay, but then she went from being a publicist to like a personal assistant to then trying to be a manager and she really just, I'm not going to say she fucks over Wendy, but she does not do things in the best interest of Wendy. There you go. For example, Wendy all of a sudden decides she needs to go to L.A. She needs to have um, an appointment with, I want to say, NBC about a yep. show. Uh, she leaves Will. They sneak off to you know Los Angeles, and they have this meeting, which before the meeting, this woman is already dressed in leather shorts, that go up to her cooch line. And we already know Wendy's tall. She's nothing but legs. She's got on a pair of Gucci. So it looks like she has on, what are those stockings that you put on your legs to help when you have... Oh, compression socks. Compression stockings on. Which which she is wearing, I'm sure. With Gucci pantyhose on top of them. 
and with the t-shirt that says Gucci, hot pink lipstick, and she is going into an office at NBC Studios to pitch a new talk show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so NBC had nothing to say. They gave no quotes. <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to be involved. No and problem. as we see right now, there's no new Wendy Williams show, okay? <laughs> then there was this one scene that, like, man, it had my anxiety going up for, like, numerous reasons. So Wendy needed to go and get a new E-pen, all right? Because this is all. We see this woman consume no food. Yeah, everything but food. It's alcohol, and she's smoking on E-pens. So she specifically wants to go to this smoke shop that is right past where the Will- Wendy Williams show used to be. Right. So they go there. She is convinced that this is not the right place. Can't be the right place. It cannot possibly be the right place. All right. The fucking driver is an idiot, a moron, and is about to get fired for what, what, what he said the fifth or seventh time <laughs> that year. And so the girl goes into the smoke shop. She's like, this is the one, Wendy. So she goes, well, when you go in, you make sure to tell them it's Wendy Williams. They're going to know my shit. Which the girl does do this. And the guy's like, yeah, I don't have her normal stuff, but have her try this. So the girl comes back and she's like, this is not the right place. This is why it's not the right stuff. You need to drive past the Wendy Williams show. And the guy was like, this is where we are. I don't recognize anything over here. Do it again. So they drive the block. With her giving them exact instructions on where to turn. But this is from a person who has said, I don't recognize where I'm at. (laughs) Exactly. They drive past it. That is not the smoke shop. Do it again. They drive over past it again. She was like, well, that might be the smoke shop. So the girl goes back in. Give them the stuff back. Give them, I don't want, that's not the right stuff. She goes in. She gets something else. And she's like, did they recognize me? Did they get, did they get my stuff? He was like, look, he says this is what you normally get. So she puffs on it. This is still not the right shop. But, yeah, this will do. I thought for sure she keeps making this woman on the streets of New York get in and out of this vehicle. I'm thinking, like, there's there's cones everywhere. I'm thinking they're going to get hit, like, really hit. I feel like the man who's working at counter thinks they're, like, he's about to be robbed by these black people <laughs> and this black suburban who supposedly Wendy Williams is inside. I'm like, someone's going to get shot. Like, it's just a very, I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel safe. And so this just goes on and on and on. So her family, they're trying to get her back to Florida, okay? They were like, she was doing well. We're watching her decline. We don't know what's going on with her. So she finally goes back to Florida. And all she keeps telling them is, on Sunday, I have a new show. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Wendy Wednesdays. Wednesday Wendy's. Whatever you want to fucking call it, right? (laughs) She calls her her brother, Kevin, which we don't know if she met Kevin Jr. or Kevin Sr., her ex-husband, okay? Which they did say, you know, her husband, that was part of the decline because he did her dirty. He cheated on her. He had a baby with someone. But they said that when he was in her life, he did keep her healthy. Mm. She showed up on time. She did what she was supposed to do. All of this stuff. So she's in Florida but she has to go back. They cannot convince her that she cannot go back to New York, right? So towards the end, basically, because you really got to watch this. It's quite depressing. I, I would encourage you to either have an edible or, like, eat, like, your favorite meal while you're watching this because it gets pretty fucking dark. Um, she goes back. 
and they check her into a wellness center, like a real hardcore wellness center where she makes a phone call to her sister who's been interviewed and she sounds better, you know. But soon as the documentary was released, it was also told that she has alcohol-induced dementia and yeah. something else. Yep, uh, I think aphasia. Which I don't know what the fuck that even that's, is. That's um, a brain deterioration. It's what Bruce Willis has. Oh, that's um, bad. Yeah, but I think they kept saying hers was likely induced by alcohol. Damn. Yeah. I did not know you can drink yourself into dementia. You can drink yourself crazy, absolutely. I, kn I knew you could drink yourself to liver failure. Oh, yeah, no, you can fuck your brain up, too. I never knew that. I got yeah. to watch you before you fuck your brain up. Don't watch me. Mm. Mm. It's a, it's a it's a good watch. I'll say that. It's a very good watch. So I don't know if you guys have heard about this chick from TikTok named Risa Tisa. <laughs> All I know is that I faked the flu for 24 hours so I can watch her 50-part. <laughs> First up, what person puts a 50-part anything out there? That seems to me to be very pretentious. 50 parts. Well, she was right because she had us in a fucking chokehold. <laughs> It worked. I had people bringing me breakfast, lunch, and dinner to my bed because I was too busy watching Risa Tisa. Every time James walked around, he goes, this is still on? I say, yes, and we are highly invested in this. I'm on part 37. It is. So one of my loungers said, hey, I think you would be interested in this. I was like, what is this? Because sometimes my loungers send me stuff, and I'm like, why did they send me this? <laughs> like, it just is not on <laughs> brand for me. Sometimes I'm just like, why did they send me something about starving children in Ethiopia? Am I supposed to make a donation? What am I supposed to do an advertisement for? Like sometimes people send me weird shit. I'm like, huh? But this right here, I was like, girl, why you send me this? This is so good. <laughs> so it is basically this woman. It's called who the fuck did I marry? It is 50 parts. All right. And it is about this relationship she had with this guy who has to be diagnosed as a narcissist. He takes this poor woman on a ride, a hard bull ride, okay? So they meet on they meet on a dating site, okay? So I'm not going to take you through each part of it. So their first date, for example, they're getting ready to meet at the Cheesecake, which to me, even though Reese said that's her favorite place to eat, if you don't take me on a first date, it does not need to be the Cheesecake Factory. It needs to be some place where I can't really pronounce this shit on the menu. It's so fucking expensive. Okay? It needs... To, why are you looking at me like that? Because that's not how you used to be. But it's how I am now. It's how you is now. That is how I am now. You better send me to a place that has valet. Okay? You need to take me to a place that they don't even put the prices on the motherfucking menu. I want you to take me to a place... Well, they come and display all the wines that they have, okay? That's where you taking me on the first date. If you taking me to the Cheesecake Factory, I mean, after you take me to the expensive restaurant, my greedy ass probably going to want a good dessert. So I may say, can we order a slice of cheesecake on our way back from the expensive restaurant? But you're not going to take me to the Cheesecake Factory on our first date. Because to me, does. that says you broke. Cheesecake Factory is not cheap. It ain't expensive. <laughs> Do you ever just crave food, not dessert? Do you ever just crave food from the Cheesecake Factory? Uh, no, you got a point. Okay. You only, I, you only ever crave food from either exceptionally good places or fucking dives that only do one thing good. 
Cheesecake Factory has exceptionally good cheesecake. cheesecake. Okay, so you ain't taking cheese? What? Huh? You must drive a Hyundai. You ain't taking me to the Cheesecake Factory for our first date. You don't want no first date. Not with me. You better go tell Shaniqua across the street because she thinks that's fancy dining. Oh, you're trying to find somebody who loves you for you. I don't love you for you. I love you. What's in your bank account? I want to know. I want to know if you got a black card. That's what I want to know. Okay. Cheesecake Factory. Boy, bye. So anyway... They're both on their way. They're meeting at the Cheesecake Factory, and she has her tire blows out, all right? So she calls him. She goes to, like, um, what do you call those places that I refuse to pump gas at? Like, what is it, a gas station? Yeah, gas station. I don't know, because I don't go to those places, because my man puts gas in my car. I don't go in no filling station. Mm -mm. That's for hood chicks. I don't pump gas. I don't know you anymore. This the new me. I got new bundles in my hand. I'm fucking fly as fuck right now all right I ain't put no gas in my car boy new Can bundles you... new life new lashes new nails shit you can't tell me nothing right now all right unfortunately i stink because i didn't take a shower last night though <laughs> take the good with the bad yeah. so i gotta watch some of these movements that i make <laughs> notice none of the animals are in the room right now because it's like a little tart in there so she calls him and says, hey, I know this is weird, but I just had a blowout. He's like, no problem. Drop your pin, and I'll come meet you. So he changes her tire. He puts a donut on there. He's like, you need a new tire. So they go to a tire shop. He gets her, buys her. He buys her a new tire. Ooh. All right. So she thinks she got, she thinks she dating Diddy. So anyway, they go to the Cheesecake Factory. They have a great time. So they start dating. So they're dating, and then COVID happens. Mm. All right. And they decide to incubate. What is the word? What do we do? Isolate together. What the fuck was it? <laughs> what do we do together? What What do we do when we all just stay with certain people? What the fuck was it called in COVID? What do we do? Oh, man. What the hell? What no, the, the fact that you said incubate what, has thrown What did we do? Isolate. Place, we it had... wasn't shelter in place. What oh, the? God. I know people are yelling at us right now. Listen, what the fuck did we do? <laughs> incubate. We hibernated together. We, uh, God, you're gonna make me fucking Google this. What did we do together? What was um, it called? Quarantined. Quarantined. Incubate. <laughs> like we're a bunch of fucking eggs. I cannot remember that word to save my life. Oh, yeah. When we quarantined together, so they decided to quarantine. Shut the fuck up. You can't remember the word either. You can remember the word either. No, because you started off with incubate. Like you weren't even close. Everyone knew what I meant, okay? Like, like if you would have said we quarter horse together, I could at least start with a Q. We quarantined. They quarantined together. So then they started the relationship. Okay, so long story short, he moves into our townhouse. He starts paying all her bills, which her bills weren't that much. Yeah, but that's a lot, isn't it? Isn't that too much too quick? I mean, and this oh. is nothing against Risa Tisa because I used to be kind of Risa Tisa. You're black, you're not very tall, and you're foot plus size. You got to do what you got to do. You got to get what you get. Kind of got to get what you can get, okay? So th this is, I'm not this talking about reason. dream research. comes true. This is, yes. If okay. someone's paying all your bills, you're single, this you've been kind of struggling. This is French charming, okay? So he moves in. 
Now, she says that he says that he lived in California, but he moved to Atlanta because he got a promotion for his job and he worked for a condiment place. So, like ketchup and mustard and oh, shit. Oh, I'm sorry. You're using the right word. Wow. I thought you were going to say something totally different. No, motherfucker. I said the right word. You did. I shouldn't have had to describe it if I said ketchup and mustard and shit. You said condiment. I thought you might have meant condominium. No, condiment. Okay. Like what you I get, said. You get condiment, but you fuck up quarantine? I didn't mess up the, I didn't mispronounce quarantine. I just couldn't <laughs> yes, remember the fucking word. Okay. All right. So she's like, okay, cool. He makes good money. He's getting ready to become VP of this place. VP right? of ketchup. That's yeah. good. So she will admit that she saw all the red flags, but that bitch was colorblind. She said, I had every single red flag. So she said, you know, he had this type of position, but whenever he would go to work, he'd go to work every day, the exact same time, get off at the exact same time. Okay. Dependable. She said that he would never, she said, you know, when they would go out, he dressed expensive clothes, not, you know, like name brand stuff, you know, the hats, the shoes, all of that. Well, when he went to work, he would wear like nice cargo looking pants and a t-shirt with the company name on it, logo on it. And he said, it's because I'm always walking the ground, walking the floor, walking the yeah. floor. Yeah, okay. So she believed him. All right. So he was like, you know what? We need to go ahead and, and get a house. All right. Let's buy a house. So she's like, okay. He shows her this thing from bank of America, Wells Fargo. I can't remember what it was, but it was approval for a home loan up to $750,000. Okay. All right. So he's like, this is where we are. This is how much we can go up to. Let's start looking at houses. So they start looking at houses, looking at houses, and just something would go wrong every time that they find a house. Mm. Something would fall through. So she said one time he said that they were about to close. And, you know, she was like, okay, cool. And she would look on Zillow and she would see, what when it, what is it when it turns yellow? And it, it's... Oh, un- uh, under contract. Under contract. Yeah. Yes. Pending or something. So she's like, okay, great. We're getting this house. Blah, 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 blah. So then she calls, uh, then all of a sudden the next day it says sold. Hmm. So she calls a realtor. He was like, you know, I know he put in this offer. He, the realtor's like, he did not put in an offer. I don't know what's going on. So he comes up with some excuse. He's like, well, we're going to actually start using my friend who's a realtor. Oh boy. All of that fell through. This is the second round of looking at houses, right? So then they hire this lady to be their realtor. She finds a house. Everything's going good. He says, I'm going to make a cash offer. I think I want to say the house was like maybe, and don't at me if I get the number wrong. Like, let's say it was $600,000. He was like, I've got, he said he used to play arena football. So he's got money from arena football. Okay. Now, I've known some people that have played <laughs> arena football and that you have to have a regular job. You're not you're not making millions in arena football. It's not NFL money at all. N- no. I mean, sometimes they cheerleaders be like little kids. Like, they're not. <laughs> so she's watching him, like, sign the, the, the check online or whatever. Because this is during COVID. So people are not meeting face-to-face to do things. Okay. So the realtor's like, great, but we're going to need to see proof of this, like a bank account, like what, what, whatever you do. Something that shows where this money is coming from. Right. He says, that, that's fine. I'll do that, but I'm not going to do that until they accept the offer. 
And so the realtor's like, that's fine and dandy, but this is how we're going to do it. We need to see proof. He's like, well, I'm not showing them proof. So Reese is like, what the fuck? You're like, just, you know, show them. You say you've got this money, blah, 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 blah. What, what is going on? Okay, so they don't get the house. Then there's another example. So he says that he is getting a company vehicle. They give him a dollar amount that he could spend up to, and he gets a BMW, right? They're there looking at BMWs. <laughs> Excuse me. So he picks out the car. He's on the phone with the finance department for his job. And uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, we're sending it over right now, right now. So then he tells Reese Tisa, you know what? She's pregnant at the time. You know what? I don't want you and my baby driving your car. I want you, let's go test drive whatever you want. She said, well, if I can get whatever I want, I want this navy blue BMW with cognac interior, all right? So he's got her testing, test driving this car, that car. Then he's like, okay, the car is going to be delivered on such and such a day. Are you going to be at the house at 3 o'clock? She's like, yes, I'm going to be here. They're going to deliver the car. 3 o'clock comes, 3.30 comes. She goes, they've not delivered the car. He goes, okay, let me call them. He's like, okay, it's going to come tomorrow at the same time. Something got messed up in the process. She doesn't get the car. Now, why this bitch hasn't left him by this time, I don't know. Because if you have promised me a $600,000 house and a BMW, and I didn't get either one of them, so she ends up getting her own car, a Nissan. To me, every day, I'd be like, well, where the money at? Where is the money at? Okay? Where's everything that he's talking about happening? Yes. So all these things happen, all these things happen, all these things happen, and she's finding, like, what the fuck is going on? So she starts doing, like, her own investigation. She finds out, he, this man has gone so far. Let me just tell you, because I, I, I want you guys to watch it. <coughs> Excuse me. This guy goes as far as to fake deaths that have happened. Oh. He has phone conversations daily with people, and there ain't nobody else on the phone. <laughs> Full-blown conversations oh. daily. That's He's a amazing. fucking, he is a temp forklift driver. He's not no VP of anything, okay? Not of ketchup? Not of mayonnaise? None of the condiments. He hadn't worked himself up even from soy sauce? Uh, none of that. He's yeah. a temp forklift driver, which is like, there's nothing wrong with that, but you're not a VP of anything. Turns out this guy is like a narcissist. He's a liar. His family members want to kill him. Uh, he's done this to numerous other women. She winds up finding one of his ex-wives. She goes, well, if you're calling me, it must be pretty bad. Every single thing that she, she had, he had done to her, she hit he faked his ex-wife's death okay no her child's death yes this man is like wow insane so when she gets in touch with his family because she kicks his ass the fuck out she almost killed him basically she was like if you don't get up at this house i am going to kill like, she has to call someone a family member said i'm going to hurt him if you don't talk me down i've got the baseball bat i'm ready to fucking kill you so comes to find out, his family has said that he is bipolar, schizophrenic. He's been lying all his life. None of them wants anything to do with him. His brother says, if I see him, I'm going to kill him. That is how bad things are, right? So everyone's in a chokehold about this girl. She actually just, he was supposed to take her to London and Paris. You know that shit ain't happened. Mm. But he liked feeding off of her excitement about things and then snatching it away. So, so... <clears throat> What was he taking from her? Was he like living there for free? I mean, I'm he was paying figure... all the bills. 
So I'm trying to figure out what he was getting from her other than just like you said, just the, the love of he, attention. He's just lying to her. He's, he's, he's lying to her. He's cheating on her. He's doing all of these things. Like being a horrible, horrible partner, trying to make her think that she's crazy. Just so he, really has disrupted this girl's life. So he's emotionally abusing her and emotionally taking advantage of her, not like taking her money, taking stuff like that. Uh, times 5,000. Wow. Yeah. You have got to watch this. It is so worth the 24 hours you're going to spend watching it. It, it is <laughs> worth it. Don't let anyone piss in your cereal and tell you you need to stop watching it, that you need to take a break, get you one of those little bed pens so you can just, you know, do what you got to do and stay completely invested. Now, I will tell you that she's a little bit long-winded at times. But <laughs> 50 parts, you think so? Because <laughs> TikTok only lets you do like, a video for 10 minutes. Okay. So really it's just 50 minutes long. Right? Did I? No. Oh, it's how many? 500 minutes Oh, it's 500 long. minutes long. It's worth it. It is most definitely <laughs> worth it. Okay. So <clears throat> Beyonce is back in the news because now she has, is going to be releasing a country album, which I forced producer James, who says he doesn't like country music, but every time I get in his car, it's on outlaw like country. I don't like country. I don't like modern country. I like alt and I like old school. All right, so Beyonce has come out with this country song. Uh, what is it called? Texas Hold'em? Yep. So I have producer James listen to it, and I, I listen to it myself. And I have to say, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan, and I, I surely am not a big country fan. It sounded more country than that fucking Applebee's song that they released a couple of years ago. <laughs> the Applebee's country song that I thought was just a commercial for Applebee's. No, that's a real song. They just mentioned Applebee's in it. It's the chorus. Yeah. Okay. I think it sounds more country than the country that I've heard for the last few years when it's accidentally on the radio or in a commercial or something like that. <laughs> but some radio stations are refusing to play it because it's Beyonce. They're refusing to play it because it's Beyonce and Beyonce's black. See, and that's not true because every single country station plays everything Darius Rucker puts out that's country but he's an uncle tom <laughs> <laughs> oh seriously no they're not playing beyonce that. because beyonce is a hip-hop artist oh beyonce is not a hip-hop artist she's a pop artist well, pop slash r&b hip-hop hip artists are rappers she didn't do a duet with a country star little nas x yeah. The only reason he was on country radio, mm -hmm. because he paired up with Billy Ray Cyrus, with mm -hmm. a country artist. Mm -hmm. Country radio don't like the, I'm doing a country song now, so call me a country artist. They well, she's like not that. calling herself a country no, no, artist. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying, they don't, they don't do that. That's not what they do. But it is a country song. Like, to me, it reminds me of Dolly Parton, who wrote a statement congratulating Beyonce, mm -hmm. saying that she loved the song, and if you got Dolly's stamp of approval, nothing else really fucking matters. <laughs> to me, that means you're about to get you a CMA award, Beyonce, because Dolly gonna call up that and say, look, y'all better give Beyonce this, and I'm gonna do the tribute to Beyonce when she get her award. Well, I think it, it well, if you don't give her one, you know Jay-Z's gonna say something about it, like he did at the Grammys, not winning her not winning her 27th one or whatever. You know, it kind of puts the CMAs <laughs> in an awkward, very awkward position. <laughs> Because if they don't give her the fucking award, everybody's going to protest and say, it's going to be black. Which, you know, but right now she's on the top of the charts with the song. It's pop music. No matter if it's well, country, country music has whatever, become pop. It's just pop music. It's all it is these days.
It's better than that. Try that in a small town bullshit from a couple of years ago mm -hmm. where they stood in front of the, the lynching fucking <laughs> place or whatever, Jason Aldean and all that gyrating ruckus of a stuff. So anyway, when we get, get back, we're going to do a very, very, very quick uh, breakdown of the last two episodes of Thousand Bound Sisters, and we're going to get updated on Mama June. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I want to remind you guys that you can find our podcast on anywhere you can listen to a podcast. If you are enjoying the show, make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. Don't forget, we have uh, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, and Keisha is on Cameo. And Keisha is also on TikTok. I have TikTok. not posted anything on TikTok because I don't know how TikTok works, but I would appreciate the follow. <laughs> and also, if you cannot get enough of Keisha, you can also catch me on Pink Shape Podcast. Right now, on the Prime level, we are breaking down the show Prison Brides as well as Love is Blind. All right, so we're going to do a quick, quick, because the show ended like three weeks ago. Uh, thousand pounds. <laughs> he said, "Whether well, a pulse on entertainment." Yes. All right. So, at, <laughs> the family's now in Florida, and things have been very, very tense because Amy's just getting on everybody's fucking nerves. All right. She's been crying. She can't get her kids under control, and she just her and them eyes. Quit looking at me with them eyes, Amy. Just, just that eye. That eye. So <laughs> things come to a blow when they're all having a family dinner. Which looked quite delicious. I always notice the food that people are eating and eating, and Chris makes good food. So they're having pretty much a seafood boil. Um, boil. So Amy has the baby in her lap, and then she burps in his fucking face. Like, what the fuck? Really? Why would you burp? Like, I'll burp in a grown person's face and say, smell it, but I'm not going to burp in a baby's face. Who does that? That's quite disgusting. So she's already, you know, everyone's like, really? You don't burp in his face. So then she's trying to get one of her kids to sleep per usual, and Tammy's trying to help, and all hell breaks loose. Tammy and Amy start screaming at each other, going back and forth. Tammy wobbles off to her room and is cussing Amy out. And then for some odd reason, as for her always, because, you know, she thinks she's the boss of everyone, Amanda steps in. And she's like, you know what? We've all been trying to help you. How dare you say we haven't been help you, helping you? I've been helping you the most, which she has been. And so Amy's like, I'm leaving. I have never seen someone who cannot drive, like legally cannot pa pass the eye test to drive, always yell, I'm leaving. <laughs> what, are you fucking going to be on the side of the road with your thumb up trying to get a ride? I mean, you're states away from home. So she goes in like she's packing her stuff, and Amanda's like, you're not making my son, who her son Justin is the one who drove Amy and her kids down while everyone else flew. Oh, that poor trooper of a man. Yeah, I think he was like Xanaxed out or something like that because every time we saw him, he was like, oh. So she's like, you're not making my son drive. And she's like, I'm leaving it. And man, it's like, you're not leaving with those kids. And then Amy fucking goes off on Amanda, like pushing her, scratching her, everything. And Amanda's pretty big. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to fight Amanda's titties. Because Amanda's titties are bigger than me. And she's like 10 foot 5. <laughs> and Amy can't see. So she's basically just throwing punches and hoping one of them lands, okay? Just windmilling. Yeah, just windmilling. Just hoping something fucking lands. <laughs> now, that is truly a sister's love because Amanda could have beat her ass right there. So everyone's in just fucking disbelief that Amy put her hands on her sister. So... 
Then we go to the part, everyone's at home. Of course, Amy's crying. She's like, I just feel so bad. Blah, 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 blah. I just can't believe I did that. I need to go to therapy. Yes, you do all of the above. So then all of a sudden, not that we were surprised, but it still was surprising to see fucking Caleb dies. Okay. But this is weird. So, you know, Caleb is still in the not fat rehab. Everyone keeps thinking it's a weight loss rehab, but no, this is a rehab for people that have ventilators and shit because they can't breathe. But the majority of the ones that we see just so happen to be overweight. So one of Caleb's friends, I don't know if I would want someone to do this. Text Tammy saying, Hey, Caleb just coded. They're working on him. I'm like, do I want someone to like, what it, you're texting back and then the person's probably like down the hall seeing what's going on. So they're not texting you back and you don't know what the fuck's going on. And would you rather have the test like, or the text of, Hey, he coded and he passed away. Would you rather have yes. the, end, yeah, the end result? Yes. Like, the, the yeah. You know, no, I would, I would rather hear he coded, but we saved him. <laughs> that would be better. <laughs> so she says that, you know, he texts her back that he's like, I don't think he made it. And then that's when the facility calls and lets Tammy know. So Tammy's upset, you know, the family trying to congregate to, you know, try to rally up and be behind Tammy. So Chris and Amanda go over there to bring food for the girls. And Amy hasn't talked to Amanda since, you know, the incident. So they're all at the table. Then he, we're talking about this boy's death, his sudden death. And Amy goes, well, I don't mean to make it all about me. But let me make it all about me. I'm sorry, Amanda. So they get through all of that, and then they have a memorial service for Caleb. You know, he gets cremated. I ain't never seen no shit like this before in my life. The way they dressed to this boy's funeral, they didn't, I mean, I don't even know if what Tammy had on was clean. It was like, okay, I admit, black people show out when they go to funerals. Black people dress up like, they're going to the Oscars when they're going to a fucking funeral. Just, you know, everybody wear pink. Pink was her favorite color. We all gonna wear pink. Everybody wear a butterfly uh, sash. We all got to match. Everybody wear glitter shoes. Even the men, y'all know she love glitter. Everybody, we gonna come at this time because we gonna sing her favorite song. The men wear blue, the women wear white. Okay, we're going to have the children come in and do the praise dancing first. Then we're going to walk in. Y'all know she wants the casket to be in glitter, in line, in Gucci. That's how black people do funerals, okay? <laughs> this country bunker shit, I was like, did they know they were going to be fit? What, the, what in the corn husk is going on <laughs> right now? What in the children of the corn is happening what the here? Fuck, why are they... Wearing this. So two of Caleb's friends come and one of them gets up and speaks and he reads the famous sunflower, sunflower poem that Caleb wrote for Tammy. And I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I can't even see it here. I, I wasn't no gangster right then. Cause I cried. I wasn't no gangster. It was sad. It was sad. So then we didn't know that Caleb rapped. So his friends said, you, you know, me and Caleb would get in the studio. We know he unwrapped a lot. <laughs> Please. So uh, he's like, this is one of the songs that we did. And I'm not going to sit here and lie. Caleb actually had some really good rap skills. Like of all the shows that we watch where someone, you know, every black guy for sure says that they are a rapper. He had the best rapping skills. I do have a question. How the fuck do you rap that good and you got a ventilator on? <laughs> it was really, I, 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 I cried again. 
It's very, very sad. It's very, very touching. But he really has some, he has some, I, I mean, I'd even send it to Kanye. <laughs> he gonna laugh about it. But I'd send it to Kanye. It was actually pretty good. So that was the season finale of Thousand Pound Sisters, which brings us right into the new season of Mama June Family Crisis, which this is going to be a weird season to try to recap because we literally are watching someone die, which is June's daughter, Anna. So I found it very funny that, you know, we're in the beginning where Anna's about to start chemo treatment. And, you know, right before she starts, three days before, she tells her sisters, you know what, me and Eldridge, one her fiance, her fiance or boyfriend of eight years, want to get married before I start chemo. So the girls are like, okay, we can get this together. June is like, Anna told me she wanted me to make some of her favorite meals. And, and one of them was baked beans. Okay. So basically all June did was went and buy Bush's baked beans, which I'm not going to knock it because I'll eat baked beans straight out of a can. You know I will. And then she said, and then I do my famous stuff. I put hamburger meat in it, brown sugar, regular sugar, powdered sugar, everything. <laughs> wow. Liquid sugar, sugar cane sticks. It was nothing but fucking sugar. And she was adding to this shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just... Excuse beans, me. sugar, 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 sugar. With hamburger meat, with ground beef in it. And I ain't going to sit here and which lie. Was, which was provided by a diabetic, a diabetic cow that ate too much sugar. I would have ate probably to the bottom of the fucking pan all that shit. Because that shit sounded <laughs> just like, June King, I'll send me a little plate and love me some baked beans. Um, so, and here's the funny part. Because she also made a potato salad. And in the potato salad, I want to say one of the ingredients was really powdered sugar. Well, yeah, I think the first ingredient was potato salad. Yeah, I don't think she <laughs> like even... She's... No, okay. she actually made the potato salad because oh, okay. she okay. bought okay. the eggs. All right. Okay. So <laughs> here we are to a backyard wedding, which there's nothing against the backyard wedding. <laughs> Not much for them either. But the, again, <laughs> what the fuck were they wearing? They're wearing the, the cultural clothes of their people. Yeah, basically. White they look fucking horrible. Yeah. I was like, y'all didn't even attempt to do like it was just bad so you know the producers are asking june you know about anna's diagnosis and you know how she's feeling she's like you know there's just so much to do there's life insurance the money in the bank oh her kids her kids are treating i'm like you talked about money before you actually even said anything about your child who is dying so anna starts chemo basically pumpkin talks to the oncologist and the oncologist tells her she needs to start getting her affairs in order, which uh, which Anna seems to be in complete denial of. She's like, well, Caitlin, I can get her through high school, which seems to be like eight years away. But oh, she's, I'm, can you blame her? Nope, because I would be thinking the same thing. So then we've got fucking punk as Alana, who's getting ready to graduate by the grace of God from <laughs> high school. Because if anyone had an excuse not to graduate from high school, she had every fucking excuse, True. right? So she's been accepted into one of the best nursing programs in the country, which is in Colorado. She's even got like a $20,000 scholarship. But this bitch trying to act like she don't want to fucking go because her boyfriend can't go. I didn't know it was a requirement now for you to go away to college. You take your boyfriend with you. No, not at 18. This motherfucker doesn't even. Here's the thing. It's not because he's black. I 
I'm going to let that motherfucker in my house. He's got a spare tire. He wears warm-up pants that are too small. Like, is there such thing as skinny warm-up pants? <laughs> skinny. <laughs> yeah, because he, he wears pants. them. Yeah. His hair is half twisted. He don't look like he could even pronounce the fucking word college. He's got like half a warrant out for his arrest. He can't even leave the state. And you, I mean, you're about to not let my sister go and for, further her education and get out of this white trash family because of your dumb bubblegum looking ass. And his favorite restaurant is Cheesecake Factory. They do like Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> But he just, to, just to bring it all back. Bring it all back. He can't even drive because his license is suspended. What? Yeah, he cannot drive because he had a high-speed chase from the police, and he had oh. Alana in the car with him, right? Oh, that's right, because he was he was Alana's, like, uh, chauffeur. Yeah, because she wants first. to be a passenger princess. So it's uh, Alana's graduation day. They're all getting ready to go. They're all excited, everyone except for Alana. Cause you, Draylon, are you gonna be able to go, Draylon? I don't want to go if you're not gonna go, Draylon. You're making me mad, like bitch. Draylon can't even drive to your graduation. He has to get on the third row of your sister's suburban to even attend your graduation. Really? So for some odd reason, Dodo sends a text message saying that she's not gonna be able to go because she got got the dates mixed up, and her and her daughter are on their way to Florida. In her defense, I wouldn't expect for anyone named Dodo to get dates correct. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about Dodo being your name. So they go to graduation, blah, 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 blah. Nothing is really, really going on except for this big battle in the family about Alana going to school. Alana's being a fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? She's acting like pumpkins getting on her nerves. I, and I'm like, at this point, you know what? You've graduated. I, I got you graduated out of high school. You don't want to go to college. I've got 15 other fucking kids who are actually my kids. You don't want to follow my rules. Go over there and live with your mom. That, that, that you're worried about your boyfriend. I don't need this kind of stress. Go over there with him, mind your fucking business, and take that raggedy ass wig off your head because I don't know why she wore that wig to her graduation. I, maybe that's the thing you do now. You know, you wear your cap and gown and your fucking wig, you know, which just seemed odd to me. It's always odd to me when white people wear wigs and they don't have alopecia. I don't know. Just it just seems kind of weird to me. It's kind of like putting a hat on a hat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I, hair extensions. Yeah, but a full wig. Yeah. On a white person, it's just kind of weird to me. We're talking about you, Kim Zolziak. She is the wig. So really, that's all that's going on on Mama June. I think pretty much the season is going to be Anna's fight with cancer, getting Alana to school. And seeing if Pumpkin's going to get pregnant. <laughs> I think that's really it. I think that's all you're that we've... Right. Yeah, I think that's all right. that we've really... That's what we really have for this season. But we'll still keep recapping it, you know, whenever we recap stuff. So, again, we want to thank you guys for sticking up with us with the show. If you enjoy the show, make sure to tell a friend. Thanks. It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.